Oh my god, guys, I am not confident that we are going to win this. We're just gonna go back to obscurity to languish. I don't know we're gonna be obscure. They're definitely gonna show Elvis' whole outbreak on TV, that's for sure. He looks like an idiot and will make his god a laughingstock. No, he doesn't. He looks like a dad. He's wearing socks and sandals. And you know what they say. A dad may be a beautiful and important member of the family, but he does still make mistakes and has to be forgiven. Who says that? My dad used to say that. I'm passing on a little bit of patriarchal wisdom from me to you. Also, I look cool. I got a leather jacket. He's got a leather jacket. Well, you don't get points for style, okay? And Paul, what about me and you? So Elvis gets on TV, but you and I, we're, we're going to be second banana to Elvis's shenanigans. I think of it more as a personal trial. More of a journey. A shenana trial. Well, it made us all a bunch of shenana losers. One of the show crew steps in and he says, Hey, could you guys do a sit down for us? We'd like for you to talk about your experience so far. Oh, I'll do it. All right, great. Let's get you in a booth. Paul, they take you aside to another conference room and then sit you down. They say, all right, we're just going to start with a general question. How do you feel about this whole event? Oh, how do I feel? Well, if I had to use any word, it'd be effervescent. You know what I didn't know? That I could make friends in a reality TV show. I always heard that everybody in those hated each other and were diametrically opposed somehow. But you know what? I really think that Lowry and Elvis are the two best friends I'm ever going to make. Those guys are lifelong pals. And you know what? I would run through a thicket made out of poisonous uh, centipedes for them if I had to. Okay, great. Uh, you see yourself winning this competition? Do you mean like, can I imagine it? Yeah, I could imagine it. I'd, it would be like, we'd win. And then she'd give us a big trophy. She'd be like, congratulations. And then Larry would be like, I was wrong, guys. I sure was a fool to doubt us. Oh, that's an interesting note. Okay, so about the relationship between you and Larry, you don't think that he believes in you? Well, I don't think Larry believes in the him who believes in me. But I do think that Larry believes that he can win if we don't. Uh, That's okay. We'll scrap that one. All right. Next up, how do you feel about Elvis? Seems like he really threw that last challenge. Oh, yeah. There was eggs everywhere. Gosh, threw it all to heck. And you're not mad about that? Nah. Well, I mean, tell us about how you feel. Could you could you elaborate? N uh, no. Okay. 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 That's elongation, not elaboration. Oh, then no. Uh, that's probably enough. Okay. Can you send in Elvis? Can do. I go outside. Elvis, you're up. Uh, yeah? Sorry about the, the tear stains on my face, you know. I just failed my god on public television. Yeah, that must be pretty devastating. How do you feel about that? Well, you know, I could go either way. I feel like, uh, you know, you could look at it from one side or you could look at it from the other, and I'm kind of precariously balanced between both sides. Okay, uh, how do you feel about your teammates? Seems like Lowry doesn't really believe in you. Oh, yeah, Paul and Lowry. Well, <laughs> I can tell you, I could go either way on those guys. I mean, like, uh, they got pros and they've got cons, and I don't know which way to come down right. on it. You think you're going to win? You know, I think it could go either way. All right, thanks. Send in Lowry, please. Uh, okay, I might. I go outside. Am I up? Huh? Uh, oh, yeah. <sighs> okay. All right, I'm ready. So, Lowry, Paul and Elvis both had a lot to say about you. Seems like there's a lot of tension between the group. There is? Is there? Who said that? It was Paul, wasn't it? I knew he didn't really like me. Well, we have to keep that confidential until it goes live, but uh, how do you feel about Paul and Elvis? Well, for one... I didn't realize that Paul was some kind of two-faced backstabber. I, I thought that he liked me. And Elvis? Oh, you saw Elvis. That guy is on the edge of a knife for sanity, if you ask me. Great, great. And uh, do you think you're going to win? Well, you know, who can say? 
I mean, definitely the other two have done a lot to sabotage our chances, so I can't say for sure that we're going to win. I would like to say that maybe we're not going to lose, though. Yeah, well, you know, we're all rooting for you. Uh, yeah, that's probably good. Okay, uh, you can go. There'll be a meeting this evening for the next challenge and a sign-up. So, uh, catch you then. Okay, um, I go outside. How was it? I said what had to be said. Oh, uh, yeah? Me too. And you know what? I really meant every word, Larry. Oh, you did, did you? I did. Man, I never thought I'd meet somebody like you at an event like this. Well, I guess that makes two of us. So what you guys want to do for lunch? You know what? I am sick of group lunch. Why don't we all get our own lunch? Okay. But I don't have money. Oh, that's so sad. Is that all I am to you, Paul? Just money? I'm the one who paid for the last meal. I am not talking to you, Elvis. I am talking to Paul. Well, I wouldn't say that you're just money to me. I, I mean... No. I don't want to hear your excuses. I am going to go eat alone because I need some alone time. And I'm going to enjoy it. Wait, wait. Okay. So, Elvis, you want to go get lunch together? Yeah, okay. You don't have to pay. I know this dumpster where they throw away some real good food. Uh, no, I'll pay. Where do you want to go? I don't know why, but I'm craving eggs. Let's go to a breakfast place. Okay. Larry, where do you go? I go to a grocery store and pick up one of those sad pre-made pastrami's they put in a plastic box. Sad pastrami it is. The camera crews watch you eat closely. What? You just gonna eat by yourself? Well, yes. The other guys up and abandoned me. Oh, really? How so? Well, they just let me go off by myself to eat alone because they don't actually like me and they're not really my friends. Oh, yeah, this is really good. Uh, have you ever had friends before? No. I have been living alone by myself for a decade and, and I, I smudge up windows for money and no one is ever happy about my job. Are you getting this? Yeah, I'm getting this, man. <laughs> well, the evening finally rolls around and you guys head to the next big meeting. You all sit down in the conference hall and the guy gets up. I am not taking questions. I put my hand down. All right, tomorrow's big event is going to be an escape room. That means you solve puzzles, you escape the room, fastest time wins. Sign-up sheets are at the front as usual. No questions. Oh my gosh, I love escape rooms. I've never done an escape room, but I always wanted to do one. Larry, can I sign us up first? Okay. Oh boy, oh god, oh boy, oh yeah. Sign us up, first thing. First thing tomorrow, that's you. Yeah, I wonder what we're gonna have to escape from. I bet padlocks and puzzles and maybe a snake. Can we please just try to get some rest so we can approach this debacle tomorrow? You got it, oh boy. To bed you go, the dawn breaks in the morning. Downstairs in the conference room, there's been yet another transformation. Chrysanthemum Charity and the cameras meet you. Welcome once again to Big Teapot. Aren't they just the greatest? Wow, you guys put on quite a show yesterday. How do you feel about that? What did we do yesterday? The eggs thing, you moron. Oh, yeah, we had breakfast for lunch. That was good. I give them a three stars out of five. Right. Well, today, you're illustrating a new but important facet about the champions. Our intelligence. If the gods like anything, it's cleverness. And that's why you're going to complete an escape room. Not just any escape room diabolical one devised by an evil scientist bent on blowing up the world. Ah, uh, heck, really? Yeah. yeah. Yes, yes, let me finish. The evil Dr. Braindome is going to launch a missile which will blow up the planet unless you can work your way through this escape room before the timer runs out. 
Well, champions, are you up to the task? Yay. God named Dr. Braindome, yes. that sounds yes, pretty smart, actually. To, let's go. Of course. The challenge begins when you walk through the first door. Shouldn't we call the police? The challenge is fictional. All right, challenge begins. You head through the first door, and you find yourself in what appears to be a break room. There's a mini fridge in the corner, a microwave on the countertop, and a conspicuous mouse hole in the wall. The handle on the fridge door is missing, there's a screwdriver on the countertop, and it looks like the microwave handle looks large enough to fit on the fridge. The microwave handle screws are exposed. Okay, did anybody follow all of that? Yeah, we're going to do an escape room just by verbal word of mouth. I caught the mouse hole and, uh, okay, so the fridge, the microwave handle will fit on the mini fridge. Okay. Hey, Hey, look, I have a screwdriver. I have a brilliant idea. Let's unscrew the handle on the microwave and put it on the fridge. Why? I guess to, look, look. Look, I can just open look. the fridge. I open up the fridge. Sorry, it's one of those twist handles. You need a handle screwed on. Oh, never mind. I Well, we screw the microwave handle onto the fridge. You open up the fridge, and inside there's a piece of cheese. Oh, a cheese! Good, I love brunch. I eat the cheese. Ball. Oh, sorry, did you want some? It's an escape room. Everything in the room could be an answer to a puzzle. No, wait, there's, there's got to be a lot of red herrings. A piece of cheese is a red no, herring. No, escape rooms try not to do that because that would make them dick lords. But people pay you money to come in and complete the puzzle. If you put in a red herring and you couldn't do the puzzle because there was just random crap in the room, you would leave mad and you would never play again. Also, there's this mouse hole in the wall, so that probably something with the cheese. What, they used an, a real edible piece of cheese? Oh my god. Examine the mouse hole. Yeah, there is a door behind the mouse hole. Yeah, there's a door back here. We're supposed to do something with the mouse hole. Well, mice, mice like other food besides cheese. Look look and see if there's like a, I don't know, a sausage. There's nothing else in the fridge. You ate a puzzle piece, Paul. Why was it gentlemen, edible? Gentlemen, we are not animals. We are intelligent men. We can solve this problem perhaps by beating down the door. Start ramming my shoulder into the next door. Oh, God, I hope this ain't cheating. Okay, okay, stop, stop, stop. I can wash the lock set on the door until it becomes glass and we can shatter it. You're a genius. Yes, thanks, I know. I begin washing the lock set. Wash, 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 wash. Eventually, you can kind of see through the lock set because it's a smudged up piece of glass. All right, Paul, kick it open. Wham! The door lock shatters to pieces. You move on to the next section of the puzzle. This room looks like an underground bunker, with computers sitting on the desk and blinking lights. On the central computer, it's asking for an eight-digit code. On the wall, there are several clocks. In order, they read 7.30, 4 o'clock, 2 o'clock, and 6.45. There's a lab coat hanging on the wall. There's a pneumatic tube on one wall, but nothing in it. There's also a painting on the other wall. Okay, this one's easy. It's a combination lock, and obviously the code is just the clocks on the wall. So here, let me try. Uh, seven, three, four, two, six, four, five. That is seven numbers. Maybe try putting another seven on there, because there's only seven numbers. What did the clock say again? I'm going to put on that lab coat. Okay, Elvis, when you put on the lab coat, you find a key in one of the pockets. Oh, hey, a key. Oh, you better hang on to that. Don't forget in case we need it. Oh, that's a good idea. I put it in my regular pants pocket. The clocks were 7.30, 4 o'clock, 2 o'clock, 6.45. Okay, if you remove the zeros, that's only seven numbers. Put a seven at the end. It's only seven numbers. Okay, I put a seven at the end. Incorrect. Well, what the heck? 
Maybe erase all the numbers and put in nothing but seven. Why? Because there's only seven digits. Okay, could you guys look around for maybe one more number? Yeah, okay. I look behind the painting. You find a safe behind the painting. Like with a dial lock? Yep. Oh, Larry, I found a bunch of numbers on this dial lock. I don't think that's the answer, Elvis. I'm telling you, try all seven. Okay. How about everybody just shuts up until I figure it out? Well, Larry, what's your guess? Okay, put a zero at the beginning. Nope. Put a zero at the end. Nope. Hey, Elvis, have you ever heard about a game called Deltarune? You mean the video game? Aren't you homeless? Yeah, but sometimes I go to the local library and I watch YouTube videos on the internet there. I've been watching all kinds of exciting videos about Deltarune. It seems like a really cool game. Could you guys quiet down back there? I am trying to think. Yeah, sorry, Larry. Anyway... I've been reading all these incredible theories about the game. I didn't know that video games could be so deep. Well, I've thought about playing it, you know, but haven't really committed. Well, it's kind of like a mystery adventure sort of thing. So, so the mystery is there's this main character and his name is Gaster. And no one knows what he's all about. And the entire plot revolves around trying to figure out what Gaster's doing. But nobody knows. There's like a million zillion theories, though. He's like the butler in a mystery show. Yeah, except he doesn't wear a suit, and I think he's a skeleton. What are you guys mumbling about back there? Oh, I'm telling Elvis about a video game. Aren't you homeless? Yeah. Okay, whatever. Well, what's the plot? What does Gaster do? Well, that's what makes it so tricky. He doesn't do anything. The game is told from the perspective of a red herring, where you play as these characters, and and they got nothing to do with Gaster, it seems like. Wait, wait, so the whole plot's about these other characters, but you Gaster is the main character? The, the YouTubers explain like, it I a lot better than I, I do. Don't, I don't get the it. The YouTubers are so much better with words than I am. Because that sounds like he's not the main character. Well, he is, though. It's, it's just devious as all. You haven't even played the game. What? But I've, I've watched so many YouTube videos on this, though, I'm informed. You're, you're I'm not, informed by the YouTube videos. You're not informed about anything. Yes, I am. I've been watching the YouTube videos. Hey, are you watching YouTube videos that explain how to solve this puzzle? Did you try all seven? It's not all sevens. Well, I'm telling you, these clocks on the wall are just a red herring. You know what sounds like a red herring? This gaster thing. No, because right? that's the core mystery. No, but you said it was about some other... What happens in the rest of the game? Well, there's some kids, and they're doing stuff, and they're killing monsters and things. So it's about the kids, though. The story's about the kids. No, it's about... Well, I, d- I don't see... Could you guys please try to come up with an answer to the puzzle? Larry, it's got to be something right in your face. What were the numbers on the clocks again? 7.30, 4 o'clock, 2 o'clock. 645. Okay, try 7304-2645. It doesn't follow the pattern. There's you can't use zeros. Just put it in. Okay, fine. Bing bing. It's the correct code. A container drops down in the pneumatic tube. Okay, that is some crap. That did not follow the pattern. What's in the container? Well, it looks like the container is sealed with a directional lock, which means you need directions to open it. Ah, heck. Ah, but. The painting that you guys removed is actually a painting of the local area, and it looks like it's showing directions to get from one part of the town to another part of the town. Uh, Okay, all right. Enter the directions into the directional lock. Yep, left, up, down, right, left, up, down, right, boop, it opens up, and there's a key inside. There's also a slip of paper. It says you need to use the key to open the safe. On the key, there's a serial number printed on it. Okay, the safe was a combination lock, right? Okay, give me the key. I take the key, I go to the lock, I start turning it to the combination on the key. I feel like that would take a real group a long time. That one's kind of tricky. Yeah, it helps when you spell it out. Okay, I'm not done talking about Deltarune. So there is this big crackpot theory, all right? So the story is there's these kids and they go to another world where everything makes them face their inner selves. But it's also a happy place where things can be better and you can have fun. 
Some crackpot YouTuber is out there saying that all this relates back to some kind of tragedy that the game has been hitting about, where one of the kids died and another kid maybe feels guilty about it, or something it's not quite explained yet. But at the end, the final boss will be this cellar, where Chris and Rousey and- You are- you are just- Noelle, well I'll be down there, and Susie will be down there, but she'll be representing Des. And that's because you can't control Susie, because you couldn't control the fact that Des died. It's all gonna be like beautiful, and tear-jerking, and sad, and that's what that person says. But that's insane, cause Gaster don't fit in! Okay, you just like, named characters without explaining them. Am I getting anywhere on this combination lock? You're not. It won't budge. Oh my god, I am going... I hate this. Okay, well, Chris is the main character, and Rousey is uh, your brother, except it's an anagram. Your brother's name is Azriel, Okay, he's in college, okay. so Rousey is there instead. He stands in, and then yeah. Noelle is just Noelle, but she was there when the girl died. Okay, but just to reiterate, you have not played the game. No, but I watched all the YouTube videos. But you, you don't know, like, you don't have any primary information. Well, I mean, I primarily watched YouTube but that, videos. But that's not a primary source. You gotta play the game. I have watched hours upon hours of YouTube videos how much how would the game help how many hours of videos have you watched i don't know maybe like 100 200 it would take you less time to play the game why are you guys not interested in trying to solve this game i start cleaning the safe you get to work on cleaning the safe but the safe is actually fairly thick so you're probably not going to smash through the glass uh, why well let me just get you the name of some of my favorite youtubers and you can get started and, and then you'll know i don't i don't want to watch youtubers i would rather play the game okay yeah yeah you play the game and then we can talk theory. Well, you got to play the game cuz i if i play the game and you're just you're talking from youtube videos then yeah. You don't know but anything about the game. We're like a two separate realities. I, I know more than practically. I know more than practically anybody about these games. I this, I just told you I spent like two hundred hours no, learning no, about no, them. Listen, you're missing key sources of information. Oh, that reminds me. I get the key out of my pocket. Larry, do you think this might help? What? What is this? It's a key that was in the pocket of this lab coat I found. Elvis, I could give, give me that. One key has numbers on the side where the teeth face left. One key has numbers on the side where the teeth face right. I put in the numbers on the keys. The safe opens, but... Chrysanthemum Charity steps in and says, Oh, I'm sorry, it looks like you ran out of time. Also, we have to add a little extra time because you broke one of the doors. Darn it, it was cheating. Yep, but you made pretty good progress in spite of that. And you're our very first group. I can't wait to see how the rest of them perform. 